Hello, welcome to Two Drink Minimum Commentaries. I'm your host, Gary Hill, and with me tonight is a big-ass group of people. I'll start right at the top of my list right here. My friend from the Terror Troop Podcast, Mr. Wildman Willis, how you doing, sir? I'm doing fine. Only thing I gotta say is one thing. Better eat the cake, anime. Better eat the cake. Oh, God. Domestic abuse already. <laughs> uh, and with me, my friend, producer, and one half of Killer Rascals with Nation Short Podcast, Mr. Killer Rakatansky. Hello. How you doing, sir? I'm pretty good. I've made a lot of commercials. You know that one with the little covered wagon and the dog chases it under the sink? That was mine. But hey, enough of my yashing. <laughs> Let's boogie. <laughs> Only if you have the slanket. I have the slanket. <laughs> are you my wearing the banana? Are you wearing the banana hammock? No, I am wearing pajamas which uh, depict polar bears with antlers. Nice. Yeah. I am impressed, sir. Did you get that from the Island of Dr. Moreau gift shop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear him just now. He is one half of the Blood Bats Boomsticks podcast. Welcome back to the show, Kyle Poling. Hey, I, I I got up and my Thunderdome sense tingled and I said, somebody's going to talk bad about Thunderdome. I got to defend it. And sure enough, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Glad to have you, sir. Uh, she's a writer and a friend of mine, a friend of the program, Suzanne Capoletti. How you doing? Hey, Gary. What's up? Go Blackhawks. Yeah, go Blackhawks, indeed. Sorry, Bruins fans. Mm-hmm. Wah, wah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so sad. You guys didn't even make the playoffs. Fuck you, Gary. <laughs> oh, I know it sucks, but what are you going to do? We uh, only won the cup a couple of years ago, you know. Just like we won guys. too. Yeah, you're, you're you're worse than a Chicago White Sox fan. I swear, just bringing up shit. You beat our ass. Yes, we did. Uh, and also from the no fucking way commentaries, the master of that program, Mister Nudie. How are you? I'm okay. Can't complain. What up, peeps? <laughs> <laughs> I the hell with you, Nudie. The hell with you. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that there. Okay. <laughs> Also, another shitty Easter candy peeps. <laughs> you do, Paige. <laughs> oh, and uh, making his return to the show. He's been away for a little bit, I guess you would call, but not really. Uh, from the Kiss to Go podcast, Six and a Half Feet Under podcast, and ironically, the Sin of Beef podcast. Mister Jeffrey X Martin, how you doing, sir? Have a good time all the time. That's my philosophy, Gil. <laughs> yeah, I heard you, guys, heard you guys needed another hero, so I showed up. <laughs> Beautiful. And uh, Mickey is long, his long absence and long-awaited return. The sultry voice behind Grave Shift Radio and the 12 Ounces of Terror, Mr. Ryan Lewis. How you doing, sir? What is up, brother? I just couldn't stop masturbating. That was my problem. <laughs> And I run birds out. That's the answer. Yeah, sure. That butter, man. If you got enough shooters in there, I guess you can just go all night if you want to, you know. Yeah, have a talent. Let it define you. <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah, we're here tonight uh, not to talk about men who have one arm bigger than the other one. I'm probably <laughs> I'm probably guilty of that, you know, but I what can I say? I'm, I'm, not double, I'm, not, I'm not ambidextrous, dude. I'm sorry, you know. 
But <laughs> we're going to do the third part of the Mad Max trilogy. Well, uh, I guess quadrilogy now, which is lovely, leading up to the very awesome looking Fury Road and Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. And uh, we're going to get into that now in three, two, one, and go. Yay. Wouldn't it be funny if they released Fury Road and it was just a remake of the Gumball Rally? <laughs> it's a mad, 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 mad world. <laughs> mad, 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 Max world. Movie almost looked like a remake of um, The Road Warrior, to be honest with you. The new one. This is John Carpenter score they got going on here. This is some sleazy 80s sax later. <laughs> the sleaziest of all 80s sax music, I'm telling you. Is it as good as Tim Capello's sleazy sax from Lost Boys? Uh, it's right up there. Because <laughs> apparently he still still believes. God, who doesn't believe? Doesn't this song just make you want to suck on Tina Turner's legs? Yeah. <laughs> I still kind of do. I, I I still lick that asshole. I don't care. Dr. Beerhead. I'm sorry. Watching this before... Mel Gibson went fucking insane. You see, I disagree because if I had Mel Gibson money, I'd be the biggest asshole in the world. Yeah, I know. Of Charlie Sheen proportions, so he? okay? Mm-hmm. You know what talking him. about damn dirty Jews and the like, and you know, saying the Holocaust didn't happen. We kind of went on a little south of crazy. Yeah. Well, I said Charlie Sheen. I said Charlie Sheen. I didn't say Mel Gibson. You know, if I said a Mel Gibson proportions, it'd be different. But I'm only sometimes anti-Semitic. I do it in good fun, you know. Last weekend uh, at a Wasteland, me and my co-host Tim, we decided, like, we're so geeked up about the new Mad Max movie that I'm going to drive from Indiana to Pittsburgh when that movie comes out. We're going to touch boners, and then we're going to go watch the movie. It's going to be fucking fantastic. Well, that's the best way to view it. If you touch boners first, you got, know. yeah, you have to touch the boners first. Then you got to hold hands through the movie so fucking hard. No, when you say touch boners, you mean like you know your boners touch, or you touch mm-hmm. each other's boners? No, we're gonna touch boners. They're gonna talk. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're, gonna have, they're gonna have the Dutch rudder going. You really mm, it's gonna be to like the USB port. That's that's the thing. You're gonna have to f- film the entire adventure, the entire car journey, and everything. And halfway through, something's oh. gonna go wrong. And it's going to be a race against time to get there. And it's just going to be the two of you just touching boners as the film's about to start. And everyone going, he made it. <laughs> People just want <laughs> One of us has to sacrifice them for the other one. At the end, cock push-ups. So you guys got to try to do them, okay? Cock push-ups. <laughs> and Gil's going to post it all on X-Hamster. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Gyrocap has got a bullet little boy. He's not the gyro he's captain. He's Jebediah. Yes, he, yes, he is. He's not. He's okay, okay. <laughs> this is the same guy from part two. Yeah, it's yes. the same character. Yes. Yeah, it is. No. I'll, I'll oh, show you. Yeah, later. He doesn't know Max. Yes, yes, he, yes, he does. I'll, I'll, later, when they go into his house, yeah, there's yeah, a picture. He gives Max look. Yeah, there's... There's a picture of the girl he took off with in part two on the on the stand. Oh, maybe so. That's a little nod, but at the same time, you watch the end of two. It says that he left and he became their new leader. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I, I mean, there's also an alien skull predator too. That doesn't mean shit. I guess we said the thing. It means that comics exist just like the second movie exists. No, I've always pretty worthless. Yeah, I've always believed that this is the same character from part two. They would have had more acknowledgement if it was. And right. and remind me to post my theory when the Thunderdome fight happens. And. I, I will add, his teeth are not all fucked up in this film, and there is absolutely no dentistry happening in this future. Yeah. <laughs> this is well, it is the future. There, there's records of dentistry. Yeah, they're on Tatooine right there. I mean, come on. <laughs> where's, where's the three sons? Aha! Uh. <laughs> right next to Uranus. <laughs> God. Oh, he's got some fancy boots now, Jack. I want to get a boot whistle. Yep. <laughs> Just put your lips together and blow. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a fancy pipe. I've got a million weird fan theories about this fucking movie. Oh, shit, we got two hours to go. Yeah. Is, that the, is that the fluid Picard had? Never mind. <laughs> I think it's the, the Ocarina of Time. <laughs> no. Riker was the flute that Picard had, and that's all I'm saying, okay? Ah, uh, for fuck's sake. That skin flute, man. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> womp womp. Make it stop, number two! <laughs> you ever notice once he started fucking Troy, he got all fat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he kinda did! <laughs> He got complacent. Yeah, he, he, I'm still the war. It was all that empathy. Empathy has calories. <laughs> too much, too much rock rail. I can tell you feel pain. I made you a calzone. Uh. <laughs> hey, that's some good loving right there. I wish they'd make me a calzone. Have any of you ever watched the video on YouTube that's just called something like Riker enters the room and sits? And it's just somebody has cut out of every episode of Star Trek The Next Generation every time Riker sits down. And it is fucking hypnotic. Because he doesn't sit in a seat like a normal person. He does that thing where he like throws one of his legs over and sits in the seat backwards. See, watching Jonathan Frakes do that over and over, sometimes with a beard, sometimes fat. It's fucking bizarre. It's because he has elephantitis of the balls. Yeah, that's what it looks like. How bizarre. Dee -dee 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 -dee. <laughs> this is this is Bartertown version start of uh that. This is Bartertown's version song of is gonna be Art. stuck in my head and I'm gonna blame you. Heard nothing to hear Gil sing it. You're making me crazy. Making me crazy. Every time I do that, bullet's like a mullet meet the, It's like a mullet meets the Cavalier King. Uh, uh, what's that dog's name? Damn! Oh, he stole that right out of Indiana Jones, damn it. <laughs> Took one right in the mohawk, god damn it. He had feathers. And there's Angry Anderson. <laughs> Wasn't he a wrestler? No, well, I, I don't know if he, he was a singer. He actually he sang the the love song that they used in the Australian sitcom Neighbours when Kylie Minogue's character Charlene 
married Jason Donovan's, Donovan's character Scott. So it's fucking bizarre. Alfred Hitchcock looking motherfucker. See, you could be fucking with me right now, and I would have no way of knowing. Yeah. Not, not this one, but see the short guy with, with the shaved head, who's like a bit of a psycho, and he's covered in tattoos. Him. Yeah, that's Angry Anderson. So when you watch the video for that single that he did years and years ago, it's like a really fucking obvious soap opera dick type ballad. Right, but it got to number one in loads of places because of the TV show. But when you watch So you're telling me this movie has two number one artists? Yep, it does. Right on. Yep. It just makes it. And a number one voicemailer. <laughs> But all of his tattoos. I like all the ones in this. So he does have all the tattoos while he's singing this really beautiful, peaceful song. <laughs> he's just just looks like a tattooed gimp. Did he change his name to like relatively peaceful Anderson when the single came out? No, it's just angry. This is like the scene in "I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker," where they're loading up all the guns. Right. <laughs> or Leprechaun in the Hood. Oh, my bunions! <laughs> I love this fucking soundtrack. Love it. Somebody oh, made the soundtrack. They just said, "Hey, uh, that piece of metal, go bang on it with ball peen hammers. It'll sound awesome." Yeah, but it's also clearly. Who do I know who's got lots of hubcaps? <laughs> but it's, it's quite clearly influenced by the original Planet of the Apes soundtrack as well. Because oh, yeah. this music's really yeah, similar bit, to the yeah. bit when they go into the like the ape city for the first time. Very, this, very gold, so. yep. this movie makes me want to go watch a whole bunch of Road Warrior matches. <laughs> <laughs> Get the Skywalker matches where they throw Jim Cornette off the top of the scaffold. Yes. Yep. <laughs> See, he knows who Max is. Look, he knows. It's the same dude. No, but he, he knows that that's the guy that he just no, knocked off. Right. The... Yeah, I don't believe that. There's my boy. He just I tried to run him over in the beginning of the movie. He's a way too fucking cool. Why would he try to hit him with the airplane at the beginning if he if he knew him? Yeah, he didn't right. know it was there. That guy needs to be Joe Spinell. This guy is my absolute favorite side character in any movie. He's like a fucking post-apocalyptic Monty Hall. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's the one they call Dr. Dealgood. He's the mm -hmm. one to make you feel all right. Drive these camels away now. Independent suspension. Rock <laughs> opinion steering. <laughs> He just like just came off the showroom. They're like this dinette set, do ya? <laughs> I wanna live in this world, I swear to Christ. Wasn't that a TV show at Time of Cafe? It's a movie. It was a movie, yeah. yeah. I would like to live in this world, but I would not want to smell it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the the Swiss family Robinson thing going on here? <laughs> it actually looks Look like at her fuck palace. It would probably smell like the fourth day at a festival. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it smelled like after a Kanye set at fucking Bonnaroo. Is he, is he Scottish? Gil? What? Is that guy Scottish, the big guy? He's got the metal, uh. Fuck, what's it called? Grommet thing. Blackie Lawless cock protector. I don't know if he's Scottish. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, it's not too itchy, the blind saxman. He's just a raggedy man. Wonder what the hell possessed her to be in this damn movie. 
She said, "Will you do the most elaborate hoop earrings possible?" She said, Dude, "Yes." Her mullet goes from hair to carpet at the bottom. I swear to Christ, <laughs> that is the mullet to end all mullets. It's not even earrings; they're just like wire wrapped bagels. Yeah, how the story goes, when Miller was offered this larger budget. They forced him to use one of their stars, so he went through every property they owned, and one of which was Tina Turner for her music. And he said, "All right, I pick her." That you made a good choice. I think she's great. But see those earrings? I'm going to say something that's like totally fucking me. So I have to apologise to like ninety percent of the people that hear this. But any vapors that use like rebuildable kits will be looking at her e- earrings and getting a slight affection. <laughs> right, right. I was just thinking it's time to clean a coil. Yeah, that's- People yeah. go, that, that's a Clapton. That's what that is. <laughs> what a Five way. people left. What a to <laughs> oh. Zing! That was nice, Max. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gorilla Press Slam. Come on, Max. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> no more nets. Right in the nuts. This looks like it hurts so bad. Why is I don't he so know why. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a tiny little man who's saying for Kylie Minogue's fake wedding. Yeah. I know, but when he pow, pow. slams it in his face over and over again, that is glorious. He's dildo in his face, yo. Here you go. <laughs> oh, it's the meat hammer. Congratulations. <laughs> oh. I swear, Congratulations. what's this? Just the fact that she's that he's wearing Susie Sue's head kind of freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> when the apocalypse happens, I'm opening up a crossbow store. Uh, this this <laughs> this is like a double-edged sword here, guys. But quick question: This version of Tina or the Acid Queen version of Tina? Because I'm torn. I want this one. I want this one all the way. I want the Acid Queen. Oh yeah, Auntie. I'll take the uh, post Ike Turner beaten. <laughs> probably knows their place. When uh, Cam Russell's magic, when they, when they had that scene in Tommy where they just like pan up from her skirt, she's just shaking that ass with them long legs. Yeah, man. Quarter. Fuck yes. I tell you, man. Every time, boom. Because see, really, in, in as Auntie Anthony, she's kind of a milf, but in Tommy, she was not. Yeah, and I know, that, but as Auntie, hey. it looks like she'll do some nasty things to you. Yeah, as opposed to the equal oh, yeah. yeah. the Acid Queen won't? See, but the Acid Queen will get you high, then she'll fuck you. Exactly. Mm. That scares me. And then she'll say, hey, look, you're not blind anymore. Go play some fucking pinball. This guy's face is just going to slide right off his head. Look at that. <laughs> he looks like Alfred Hitch- Hitchcock's nutsack. <laughs> it looks like Hitchcock's <laughs> It is. It's a, it's a combination of Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock and Watto from uh, Total Recall. <laughs> it's King Kong Bundy Esquire. <laughs> by the hut. His fucking jaws are just gonna slide right off his face. Super deep. Oh, we're only 15 minutes in, guys, and we're already giving you gold, see? Like, here, who, okay, who, who thinks this is a bad movie? Like, just, I... I I'm floored when people, because everybody, I, I defend this to the death. Like, this is a movie right. I will well, punch you in the face. It's too fun not to be bad. Uh-huh. It's not, it's, it's not my favorite Mad Max, but I certainly don't hate it. Jesus, I saw it the day it came out. I hope this sets the same fucking level as The Road Warrior. 
I really do. Just because I've watched this one more growing up. So this to me, you know, I can watch them back to back and both of them feel fucking fun as shit. Yeah. If you had HBO back in the day, they used to play the fuck out this joint. Yep. Oh, yeah, they, yep, they did. couldn't turn it on HBO without them playing this. If and it was a fuck for Bonsai, it was this. First came out. Oh, this or Weird Science. Right. Well, I mean, frankly, of- I grew up with this. My father had all three of them on one tape taped on like super s fucking p and he had all the credits taken out so there was just linked together oh. this one giant fucking movie and that's See, how that's badassery right i just edited it all together into like a fucking single movie with all the credits taken yeah out. how much you sell on that cut for and, uh, like but also see that the the versions that i was using were 5.1 so the little kids' speech from the end of the Road Warrior, I've just removed the speech. You know all the scenes and the music and everything are still there, but you don't get that speech. So that section of the film doesn't seem like it's got any sort of finality. They're just driving off, and Max is on his own, and then it pans down for the start of Thunderdome. I would like a copy of that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like perfect it. I haven't really perfected it yet, but you should take that speech that's at the end of two and put it at the end of three, so it's just a closing. Just put it at the beginning of the first one. But this one's got a speech ending it as well. Well, you cut out hers. Who gives a fuck what she's saying? She can't even speak English right. Has <laughs> 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 she done the deal? <laughs> And that kind of rounds the whole thing off. I think she trained, like, uh, Nell how to talk. away, Mr. Day Day. Captain Walker. That's my monkey. If they were swapped, though, because the little boy's speech at the end of two is still saying the man from the sky, but it's referencing as if, like, the person that you can see on the screen, that is me. So it's going to be, you're going to be thinking, that girl's voice got really fucked up when she got older. (laughs) (laughs) We only knew him as Max. Now come here and suck my tits. That's not a sexy lady voice. Matter of fact, like, within two days of Fury Road being out, you know it's going to be on the fucking internet, dude. Just grab that and make an Ultimate Four film cut. Yeah, that'll be a shit cam thing. If I'm going to make an Ultimate Four film cut, that's not happening until Fury Road's out. And Fury Road will be cut as an interquel, I think. Uh, well, last last weekend at Wasteland, I was talking to a, a guy I know that does a lot of work with a DVD producing company, and He's already seen Fury Road, and he won't talk about it because he, he signed like one of those non-disclosure causes. But he said everything that that trailer is, you haven't seen shit yet. So my phone. Want to hear? Yeah. I heard the same thing too from off of one of um my YouTube channels. I look at. Oh, All right, Kyle, Kyyle, Kyle. Reference YouTube number ten. Channel. <laughs> Kyle, what's your theory on this, too? Because he was in the Road Warrior also, the car guy. The car guy? This guy right here? Yeah. He probably just wandered to Bartertown. Who is he in Road Warrior? That's my vehicle. 
Was he the guy who was yelling about it being the last of the Vita Interceptors no, and he was going to rip it apart? No. No, no, no my, my theory, because my I'll theory is... Everybody in these fucking movies has the same goddamn fucking hair and I can't fucking <laughs> tell them apart. Chokeslam, chokeslam! Me order, me master! God, how awesome this Master Blaster is. I'm telling you. Great. They totally got a character like this on the new Mortal Kombat. That's what I was just about girl. to say. It's some chick riding a mongoloid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. There are Kardashians in Mortal Kombat X? <laughs> we need to get Peter Dinklage to ride around China. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be the best thing ever. They could call it a night on China. Yeah. <laughs> Making this movie and that's Master Blaster. I don't think your frame can support him anymore. No, but here's my my theory about Master Blaster. Okay, in the fight later, he knocks the diving helmet off a of blaster, and and he he acts like, oh my god, what you know? I know he kind of. No, he doesn't want think... to kill somebody with Down syndrome. That's what it is. He realizes that. He realizes that Blaster is somebody think... that's been taken advantage of his whole life and probably doesn't even realize the horrible things he's being forced to do. So he doesn't want... I don't care what nobody say. That's the boy from part one. It's, I don't yeah, care what nobody say. Part one, that's though, the boy from part one didn't have Down syndrome. Yeah, it is. No, it was just a little yeah. Well, I, I, in my mind, I think all these are... Like, there's a bigger story, and that that is the dude from part one. But there's a more important question. Who run Barbers? <laughs> well, George Miller already has a theory on the Mad Max films, and it's a really good theory because it, it makes it so simple to just enjoy them for any inaccuracies. Yeah. And that is the, yeah. the reason why the second and third film both end with like a monologue by another character that met Max is because what you've seen is a misremembered story about like a nameless man in the wasteland so it doesn't matter that tom hardy's max looks essentially like kind of post road warrior whilst the car it is mastermind or what we're talking about yeah, but the, the car that you see in the trailer looks pre-Road Warrior because it's only got one tank on the back and we know that it gets destroyed in Road Warrior anyway but Max has still got his kind of bastardized police uniform on and the knee thing so it's obviously after the first one but the reason why it doesn't have to match up is because it's not meant to be a true story it's meant to be like other people recalling yeah, stuff they heard it's, it's like a legend. He's not. He's mythology. not a real char character as the mythology of Max. Like Bible stories. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. It's like the Book of Acts. Yeah, it's like we remember when he was walking around, and we think he did some shit. I'm not really sure. Well, <laughs> the Road Warrior would be the gospel. That of time Bible. he turned all the pig shit into wine. <laughs> it was methane. Damn it. Not shit, energy. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work in a factory. I'd get on the PA system and yell embargo on to the other factory across the road. <laughs> I got in trouble many times for doing that. 
they'd call me and I'm busy and I'd just be like, this is Kyle. Embargo on! <laughs> would call him back? <laughs> I say that whenever my wife wants me to clean the dishes. <laughs> it's a very useful phrase. I'm going to begin using it myself. Then point at the thing on the, that you've just done in the kitchen floor and go, This not shit! Okay, you said a fair if Alfred Hitchcock fucked a St. Bernard, he would make that guy. <laughs> it seems like everything that comes out of his mouth should just be like, <laughs> He's totally, it's totally like that Patton Oswalt bit. He's, he's B-word fat. <laughs> well, imagine I feel like I'm watching an episode of TNA right now once I saw the Thunderdome. See, I feel like there should be motorcycles in it. Just going all around the walls and up and down. Greatest fight in movie history, besides maybe Roddy Piper versus Dave, Keith David? <laughs> I say so. I think the Thunderdome? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. Badass. I love this. It's Saturday night. Everybody have a good time. Fuck this little drunk dude. They should have just got Richard O'Brien to play the character, though. Because the guy's, the guy's clearly <laughs> trying to be Richard O'Brien. So he could talk like this. <laughs> yeah. nah. And I want it back. And I want it back. The only thing really missing from the master boot. The only thing really missing from the Master Blaster character is Master never says, That gum you like is going to come back! <laughs> it's not <laughs> <laughs> around his stumpy fingers. He's a sausage finger midget. Yes. Yes, <laughs> you Just like Billy Barty. <laughs> See, Master Blaster walks in shit, but Auntie has like a fuck palace up there. Fuck <laughs> 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 palace! She got Jabba's sail barred. <laughs> That's why later when she palace. gets pissed at Max, she's like, you could have had it all. He was talking about her fucking snatch. But this bit is just like fucking Barter Town got talent. Monkey on the street. <laughs> You've made it to the live show. Oh, dude, see. See, this is what see. the world would be like without insurance companies. It'd be uh, fucking fantastic. This was a playground in the 80s. This is not anything new. Oh, we had a Thunderdome on my playground in elementary school. Shit, yeah, we did too. <laughs> Had one of those fucked up centipede looking worm death. Oh, uh, they're so weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what do you do with it? Once you get on it, there's nothing to do. There's nothing to do but fall. Yeah. Really. Fall or just swing on it and kick Great. somebody else in the head because that shit's funny. You're not supposed to be up the ceiling like that anymore. It's too near the ground. R.I.P. Owen Hart is all I'm saying. R.I.P. Owen Hart. <laughs> Midnight Express is up there somewhere. <laughs> I'm telling you, this part of the music right here, Danny Elfman ripped it off like 15 times. Yeah. 
I'm telling you, man, Joe Spinella worked real good right here. No, you can't replace this guy. This is this is my intro. I, I ripped this off from the intro to my show. It's the best. Dude, I ripped it off from the intro intro for an old show I used to run too. Did I? No, I did. Oh. So you have, and I have. So obviously this guy oh, is like, the best. Yeah, he's the fucking all. He's the Mike. He's the flavor flave of the fucking. He is. Mike, and he's and he's holding the staff of Raw. So why? I want to know this dude's backstory. When I look at him, he's got a tail. Yeah. Look, he's a, he's Illuminati. He's got a fucking Freemason sign right there. No, he was like the car salesman before everything went to yeah. shit. Andy's a Red Wings fan. Andy so was a, he's, he's, the, <laughs> he's the Australian Billy Mays. He'd have been like uh, the wee guy from Time Enough at Last, Twilight Zone. Like, what the Burgess Meredith? You know Burgess Meredith is kicking around in a cave like 20 miles outside of Barter Town. Yeah, it's not that's, fair. That's it's not his, fair. I glasses. The same. There was time now. Yeah. There was time now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait until he gets to the wild Best fucking section. episode of that show ever. But imagine the oh, I disagree, but you know, to each their own. When he finally finds his way to the large print section of that fucking library, and it's all just Bibles. You know what he reminds me of? Oh, Jesus! Last of looks like one of the big daddies from Foul Shots. Yeah, yep. that guy, Hugo Weaving's dad. That's who. That's who's playing. No oh, shit, dude. Yeah. That's fucking Hugo Weaving's dad. Max is such a badass. Yeah, doesn't have to say anything. And George, George uh, Miller's even said that Max says even less in Fury Road than he says in Road Warrior. That's good. Uh, you don't need to say shit. Like, I just hope there's not, like, the, the thing, the water world pissing and drinking their own piss. Mm. I think that's happening. You know why they ain't letting Tom Hardy talk in this one? Because he's gonna talk like me. <laughs> that would be great. No, back to the zone thing though. I think that obsolete man is my favorite one. Mm. If I had to pick if I had to pick a Burgess Meredith one. Get to the weapons, use them any way you can. Oh, dude, uh, yeah. that good, too. Shit, I forgot about that one. They're all pretty fun, though, but I love Obsolete Man the best. It's got the best dialogue in it ever. Sit over here with the mic muted trying to get my Bane impression down. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> all you need is, like, a, a cup. <laughs> you gotta cover your mouth and talk. It's the, it's the, it's the expression, the inflection. There is a bit though on, on if you listen to Kevin Smith's podcast uh, in Hollywood Babylon, where Ralph Garman is Adam West and Kevin Smith is Bane. They do duets together. God. It's quite magical, actually. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Smith's pretty fucking badass at that Bane impression, actually. I'm still trying to figure out how they turn a uh, um, Spanish from. Turn a Spanish dude from Venezuela into an English talking dude. <laughs> it's something about two guys 
It looks like so much fun. Yeah, mm -hmm. it does. It's, it's Thunderdome mixed with Guts from Nickelodeon. <laughs> you imagine Blaster is Mike O'Malley. Yes, it is. They're fighting over a piece of the Astro Crag. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Melmac or Molmac, that fucking this, this, Legend of the Hidden Temple guys back there somewhere. This is where last It's time for a physical challenge. And they this had is a, what happens when you refuse to slide down the booger nose. <laughs> And they, and they, had a, they had an event on Guts, known as Mad Max. Remember that event? Oh. It's all connected, Ooh. people. That's all I'm saying. Dude, imagine if this was the end of the movie. <laughs> He's, like, smashing his balls right there. It does take a fucking hard right-hand turn when them kids show up. <clears throat> it does. I don't necessarily hate it, though. They mm -hmm. are the Ewoks of this series, but, not, but you know what, I like oh, Jedi's. To be though. honest, and if they weren't in it, then we wouldn't have the final chase with the train and everything. I don't care what anyone says, it's still a fucking phenomenal chase. Yes, oh, it awful. is. Yes, it is. It's a little more cartoony, but it's still fun as fuck. Yeah, but you see on the, on the fun levels, I mean, I, I fucking, I love all the Mad Max films, like, kind of, clearly. <laughs> like, nobody called Rokitansky doesn't love the Mad Max Right, <laughs> right. What's the over-under for one of the Time Bandits being on set right now? <laughs> Probably, they're lined on the walls somewhere. I just ordered the Scream Factory of Mad Max. Just said it shipped. That's their, that's their whole dialogue, too. We gotta get the map! Get the time map! See, I really want to see a good Blu-ray release of all the Mad Max films. I mean, the the current Blu-ray Blu is crystal clear, but there's all yeah. nice. I, mean, there's I got that. I got that new Blu-ray set for ten dollars at Walmart. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, they must have had it like mispriced. But. No, they had to have. No, they had to have. I saw them at my Walmart for like forty bucks. Dude. I got mine for twelve. I wasn't pounds. gonna buy it though. I got 10 bucks. Fuck yeah, I'll buy that. I need it. But they need... Fucking, yeah. That's the thing. They need, a, they need one that's full of extras. Oh, well, the extras on the new Scream Factory one, they're, they got shitload of them, and it comes with that poster, too. It's pretty rad. Oh. Scream Factory does it up. Telling you about So Master Blaster has the same problems that Carlos had his nightmare from, from Freddy's Dead, see? Do explain. Oh, although he would he are. <laughs> when Fred, of course, of course, the kid had a problem with his ears, so Freddie put some kind of weird earwig thing on his ear to make oh. him oh. from the Carlos. And how Carlos. great would have been if Max kept blowing that whistle until his fucking head exploded. Inside the diving helmet, they just take it off and it out. Great. They put these things inside our bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Victor, Victor, Victor reference there, man? <laughs> Wouldn't that be Victor? Victor, Victor. Nuclear vessels. Look how quick Blaster is while he's not on the bungees. He's booking around like a fucking speed dude. Yep. See, and here's the thing. I wonder how much of this they actually... Kind of, I don't want to say ripped off or, you know, stole outright, but hey, look, we were in a serious Snake Plissken slag situation here. Mm. Yeah. 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 I just think the figure four needed to be applied in this fight. It'd be awesome. 
Boom! There goes the helmet. Yep. And I like the fact that he's, he took the dog whistle because of dog. Not because he thought, oh, I'll need this in a fight with, like, a <laughs> fucking masked cunt. Right. Oh, look at... How could you hit this guy? You can't yeah, hit him. Me? You mean the well-trained dog, Gil? Oh, yeah, the fucking well-trained dog. Seriously. That's as far out of the commentary for the Road Warriors I got was when dog was described as being able to sit still because it was well-trained. And I, I was just sitting, like, shouting at the laptop. No, it was a fucking rescue dog that would have been killed the following day if they hadn't gone and picked it up. It was taken home by a cameraman, and it was just fortuitous that the dog actually did shit on set. How did that little midget get down there so quick? <laughs> no, but there's got to be a deleted scene where he just hopped off that fucking platform and just bit shit on the ground. Blaster looks like Mark Gaddis in Little Britain. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the new series from the guys that did the Luigi Diamond? Well, Reese Shearsmith and Steve Pemberton, Inside Number Nine, and it's no, it's not over here yet. Uh, well, it's it's on its second series over here. It's well worth checking out because it is just like an anthology show where it's just it just revolves around somewhere that has the number nine as the address so they can put stories anywhere and it's really That's fucking superbly awesome. done that is awesome i love those guys so much they've, they've got one show that they that they do in the first series that is two burglars and oh, therefore has to be done silently and it is fucking <sighs> perfect they kill a dog. kill the little person <laughs> they kill a dog hilariously <laughs> See, they had this big thing where they wanted to kill Blaster, but they didn't want them to know that they wanted him dead. But then when it's found out, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> they just care about the fact that he Max broke the deal. Break deal, face the wheel. Bust the deal, face the wheel. Oh, yeah, well, of course, remember, the, at the time this came out, this is when the fucking Iran-Contra scandal was going on, too, so it makes sense. People are like, oh, shit, this is an Ollie North kind of thing. Motherfucker broke the deal. <laughs> Put him North. under the prison. Oh, you can't mention Ollie North anymore, but we think about freaking American Dad now. Are you saying that Oliver North was... Uh... Strapped backwards on a horse <laughs> with a cartoon. No, head. I'm saying that Oliver North carried his gold. Imagine if he did that way out of the White House. He just had Ollie North. Uh, according to the head. world of American Dad, Ollie North buried his gold in Stan, Stan Smith's front yard. That's all I'm saying. That's yeah, right. And he left clues all the way down. <laughs> that is an epic slog, by the way, too. I just think about like the, the hours and hours of welding that it took somebody in Bartertown to, just to make that wheel. <laughs> on the off, on the off chance this happens, <laughs> that's one fucked up windmill. That's for no, sure. I, I think in Bartertown, people would be accused of breaking the deal quite regularly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think the first thing built was that wheel. <laughs> 
I want one of these for a chore chart in my house. <laughs> I was going to say, dude, if I still had children that were like, you know, not almost grown and out of my shit. <clears throat> one of them is. She's an adult. And my other one's 17. I would love this. Do the dishes. God damn it. Or <laughs> gulag. <laughs> You know, dude, it's yeah. got to be a gulag where you put a big plastic head on your kid and throw him out the window or something. <laughs> Is the gulag like narfling the Garthok and Coneheads? <laughs> I'd probably go the more cruel direction and mix it up with something that they enjoy. You know, like, I am going to take you bungee jumping, but I'm not going to let the man fix the cord. Oh! Oh, yeah, that's called murder. No, that's that's you know, if you don't do the dishes, then you know. We won't <laughs> okay, if you don't do the dishes, I get to kill but you. The man's <laughs> not allowed to fix the cord. Seems reasonable to me. Right. If you if you mouth off, I still get to kill you. If you mouth off, I feed you to the sarlacc. I think if I that it would be the man that hadn't done the correct test, it would be killing. I I would just be saying that I would allow someone to murder you if you don't do the dishes. <laughs> Put the Bob's big boy hat on his head. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere Sarah Connor's like, where's my moped? <laughs> Who ordered the burly beef? This guy. <laughs> <laughs> I need another drink to get to my two drink minimum. I'll be right the fuck back. I'm on my third drink. You fucker. I'm I'm halfway through my second. Well, you're going to a party, Suzanne. You'll catch up later. I, I want know, to drink all my. Still free drink lubrication. Earlier we were talking about sticking you things in your suck. vagina. Now you talk about lubrication. <laughs> Iron Bar just hey, Those pigs are gonna fucking eat them. No, this, no. This is, this is gonna be real. Be like the end of Evil Speak right here. And just 15 years later, George Miller made Babe. What do you think? I know, and then uh, Happy Feet after that, uh, dude. But Babe and Babe Pig in the City and Happy Feet. They're all fucking awesome. I wanna know what happened in his life, man. Like from going making these ultra violent best fucking movies ever to Babe. I love Babe. I'm just talking about incredible film. And Babe, I love shit on a couple kids, man. That does things to you. you know, you're buying like fucking box sets of Arthur cartoons. I see that Christopher Cross song, man. Do what Iron Bar says. I will. I will. This guy's awesome. Pig killer. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he's credited as. That's all you need. But at the same time, he is also the Rob Schneider of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure that's a good thing. <laughs> Pig killer, Bartertown gigolo. <laughs> Pig killer thinks she's having a bad monk. day, but pig killer is about to turn into a vagina. Pig killer <laughs> in mangina. 
And we go back to lubrication, full circle. <laughs> That's what people come here for. <laughs> this is awesome horse acting. <laughs> but it is, you know, because they didn't kill a horse. They got a horse to pretend just... to die, and this horse pretends to die fucking superbly. That's staggering. They promptly walked it around in the fucking desert for about two weeks and said, "Okay, it's about to collapse." <laughs> no, there's, uh, there's monkey. There's butt. a really easy way that they do that. <laughs> what they do is they attach ten pound bricks to each of their legs. It's more humane. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's the same horse, just acting even better. Look how still it remains as it's being sucked down into the sand. <laughs> <laughs> they probably killed this horse. Before animal rights. <laughs> it kind of looks fake. It's not fake, it's... it's it, I'm watching it right now, it's absolutely real. Also, it's, it's uh, equity name. It's Sarlacc totally just ate it. Fernando Torres. That's where it's listed as in the credits. The horse? Yep. That monkey was scaring the hell out of me too. Yeah, that's like the last thing you'd think to see in the middle of the fucking desert is a goddamn water monkey jump in your face. Screaming at you. Yeah, but if you're going to steal a couple of set pieces from, you know, like Temple of Doom and shit like that and Raiders of the Lost Art, you might as well include monkey. Get the monkey, yeah. Same. <laughs> Is that the same monkey from Monkey Shines? Just <laughs> fuck that Oh, monkey shines. Oh, hello, the, the quadriplegic love scene. The one and only <laughs> quadriplegic love scene I've ever seen. I'm pretty sure I can Google them. Right, I have no feeling from the neck down, but please ride my erect cock somehow. Yeah. Take, thank you, have a seat on my face, please. <laughs> <laughs> But she does, though, that's the thing. But she's also, I mean, like, she's incredibly sweaty. Well, so some, she's some been chicks, doing... Some chicks don't need an erection. They can just rub against things, friction. But she is so sweaty that she's obviously been exerting a lot of energy, but at the same time, uh, she's, she's just lying there, like, totally dry. Uh, <laughs> she's wearing flannel, man. She's just hot. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them I'm busy. <laughs> I told you to hold my calls. Tell them you're lubricated. I, <laughs> I have the the greatest ringtone ever, as of like three days ago. And okay, let's. let's oh, what is it? I'll just look it up on the phone and see if, if anyone has any idea what it is. Most Max just fucks about in the desert for a bit. It's not the most exciting part of this film. She's finding him! <laughs> it goes with the movie so good! Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure what it's from, but it sure is annoying as fuck. It's, 
It made my dog bark. <laughs> oh, well, if that made your dog. So the, so the Tusken Raiders have found Obi-Wan. What happens now? I... They raise their <laughs> sticks in the air and go, <laughs> and, uh... Oh, wait, that's Tauntauns. I think she's supposed to be like the Jenny Agutter of the series. <laughs> and just walk about. Like in walk, well, seriously, like in walkabout, yeah, but it just doesn't really work. No, I think the walkabout was a far deeper story than this. To be. You think? Just believe that. Could love walkabout. But, uh, see if, if cat, my cat party ringtone made the dog bark. I wonder what my dog party ringtone will do. It's like my dog explodes. <laughs> That was a frilled dragon. I actually have one of those as a pet. Continue. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> so many things that should not exist. Those ringtones. I can go the rest of my life without hearing that again. Right. Look, cat party and dog party are from Frisky Dingle. Which was like another Australian soap opera. Oh, yeah. I, I know what it's from. Just keep that down. Not an Australian porno. <laughs> And also, Australia, has anyone ever been hurt by a boomerang? A boomerang seems like the worst weapon ever. I could never get one to come back. I know there's a song all about that, but I had a boomerang when I was a kid, and I couldn't throw it. I mean, I could throw it, but I couldn't catch it for shit because it always landed like fucking 900 yards away. Yeah, there is a definite knack to it. It's like, I've got a fucking didgeridoo. I ain't got it. And my didgeridoo may as well be a massive fucking straw. <laughs> <laughs> I think Steven Spielberg ripped this fucking movie off for Hook. <laughs> Maybe he's burnt out. Maybe. Maybe. Sonic Bonic bullshit. I love that line. I like how he's all blue, like they just dug him out of a fucking peat bog. <laughs> <laughs> that little Pee Wee Herman guy is all white, too. He must have been fucking around with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's the lost. It's, it's, what's the things from um, the lost boys? The lost boys. Either the lost boys or the children of the fly. I think it's about both. Right. Or the first DJ class at Columbia University. <laughs> Dude, it's just there. There's the uh, lost boys village. He wakes up, starts flipping out, just like Ron Williams in that movie. Which one's Rufio? That was exactly my next question. <laughs> I imagine this guy. Movies, man. I like watch Hook like maybe three weeks ago, and I was like, I really liked this when I was twelve. Now I'm just embarrassed that I'm watching. Yeah. No, I still like it. I still like that movie. I'm not lying. When the fat kid rolls down the ramp, it's almost a magical thing. Magical I'll say this: I still like that much eye makeup. I like the fact that they With take that it, much or not much. They take it upon themselves to cut his hair back to the classic road warrior style. Right, right. That grey stripe on the head must indicate like post-apocalyptic hero because Ash has one of those. <laughs> right, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's like a one. Line. I've got I've got one, but it's right in the middle of my fucking head. No, I've, I've I have, I look like Rogue. I've actually got that stripe along the sides of my head now. It started to come through, and it's. When I was a kid, I tried to home bleach myself a stripe like that, and it did not work. It just. 
I had I had all black hair and this fucking orange stripe that looked yeah. like Ronald McDonald just give me a facial. That hap- <laughs> that happens in Hook too. He falls down and his foot is stuck on the fucking rope and he's hanging upside down. Yeah. And then and and that undershot. Yeah. Fly, yeah, fly, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Stay happy yeah. thoughts, Peter. No, they, they ripped it off. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, there's there's pockets right there, the little kid, you know. Well, you know how wait, uh, George Lucas. He just made a sound. They all repeat it in that movie. Peter starts screaming and shit, and they, they all scream. repeat what he said. But it's like I don't Max, know. About, I don't, I don't shirt know. was like a, it's made out of a shamwow. <laughs> Drop it in a puddle, smack it a couple times, rub some blood in it, bam, shamwow. That's my new line. I'm ending every sentence I say now. Bam, shamwow. Like, I don't know what a bangerang means, but I use it often for some reason. It's an old T Rex song. <laughs> no, that's Bang Gong, dude. Oh, shit, fuck. Whatever. Bangarang is a is a Lost Boys thing. That's, you know? that's, right. that's, 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 that's like Dan Clark Village. Say that every time you bust a nut. Say Bangarang. Bang oh, I do. Trust me. <laughs> I just say it. Shamwow. You gotta say it like you mean it, man. Yeah, Bangarang, Shamwow. <laughs> well, I I don't know if you guys have ever watched like the the British show, the the Fast Show. But no, uh, it was it was really good. But there's a, a character whose catchphrase was just, which was nice because it's always just like really fucking short sketches, and he would say something that's just completely over the top and insane, but then finish it with, which is nice. Never say that when you bust a nut, because <laughs> then you might get dumped. <laughs> oh, dump am I the only person here that's always thought that chick on the left looked really hot? Uh, no, you're not. I got, I got a weird thing about fucking, like, crazy people. Yeah, she looks like she's Australia. on fucking Prozac. She looks like the queen of fucking Prozac. <laughs> That's probably... Now he's begging to go for you there. Thank you. My name's Rufio. Is this the kid from freaking Pumpkinhead? <laughs> Lance Hendrickson's gonna roll his wrinkly old ass out there. <laughs> After they kicked me out of in excess, I wandered into the desert. <laughs> Looking for a belt. And she has an ostrich on top of her head. Ain't that some shit? Yeah. Instead, I found this crazy I'm looking for bitch two things. Contract. This is apocalypse. I'm looking for a belt and a closet. All I need is my belt and my memories. I'm gonna hang myself and wank, Jenna. Look at the big screen. These flat screens in this movie are amazing. Look at the resolution. That looks like yeah. a real box apocalypse. Who burst all these kids, man? It comes the pocky clips. I'm telling you, they can't speak fucking English. It's the these island are, lost. These are the tailies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are all the white rejects that they, they didn't cast in Temple of Doom, and they're all on this island. <laughs> I pray to Mad Max, let me die. <laughs> but I should not die. A shocksy a shocksy I like the way that you say, and they're all on this island, but this island is Australia. 
And you say, when they're all on it, as like, this is where you would send the rejects of society. And I live in the UK, which uh, populated Australia with people that they thought were the rejects of society. Yeah, where'd he go, girl? <laughs> so, so, no, I mean, like, so these I, kids I, are I, like, looked in, I looked into my family history years ago, I found out that one of... One of my like ancient ancient relatives, I think they were they were sent to Canada because they were a murderer. <laughs> Imagine that as a punishment these days. You murdered someone. You're being damn, sent man. to Australia. Oh yeah. fuck! Yeah. You murderer. Free health care for you. Here, next time I'm happening. They all look like Arya Stark. <laughs> See the. The whole These thing with the Canadians These saying, are like, all the Australian kids that nobody. Dude, that is a great viewmaster. I tell you right now, that's. I have from the Blue Lagoon has the viewmaster. <laughs> <laughs> that's the deluxe one there, Jack. That's... Yeah, it yeah. Is. I just had the shitty little red one. Behold, remember this. Remember. <laughs> Remember this? These, these kids are like the little things in the locker, men in black. I, uh, I love this <laughs> Captain Walker. Mrs. Walker. Mrs. Walker. Did you come home? You know, this is the only fucking, the only point. Wasn't that Tommy's last name? We're, we're bringing it back right around. Yeah, Captain Walker didn't come home. His That's unborn right. child will never know him. Fucking A. See, we're bringing it back around. That's there you go, see. He believed to be missing with a number of men. God damn it, see him tomorrow. Actually, I don't hate Tommy, I just hate the Who. They're not my generation. Oh no, what? Why? I, I still love pork and beans because of Tommy. I've got the same problem. That... <laughs> just there, Margaret slathered in pork and beans. Very scary. Oh. I'm gonna go vomit now. Uh, yeah, it's a callback to the Who Sells Out. Come on. That's totally they possibly know. Yeah, look at this. Now the question Ash. is, did they have this drawing before or after he got here? Before. Well, he's wearing the same. He's wearing the same clothes. So it's kind of a misnomer, really. That, that, uh, that Pee Wee Herman looking dude is up to some hijinks, man. He's like the mastermind behind all these kids. He's the, <laughs> the Pee Wee Herman puppet master. See, he's Captain he's Walker, the, see? He's the Tyrion Lannister of these abandoned Australian <laughs> children. <laughs> he's, he had sex with Anna Margaret, and they made Tommy. Oh, he became deaf, dumb, and blind when he see when he see his mother fucking uh, Oliver Reed. But he sure could play some mean pinball. That's right. See, I don't mind that song. Pinball Wizard's an alright song. See Tommy. Oh, just massive pile of self and <laughs> See, and I can't stand. This. I See me. Touch me. So the chorus lines in fucking deep times and yeah. See, and I can't stand the stones. Fuck the stones, dude. Oh, come on. No, fuck the stones. If you're going to go British Invasion, it's the Who and it's the Kinks, and that's it. Everybody else is minor. I like the Beatles. I, I, I like the Beatles. The Beatles were nasty. Uh, I'm going to be in a certain mood, which is, I don't know. Uh, so many different and genres. So many different genres of music sprung off the Beatles. Yeah, I mean, like, I fuck totally the Beatles. The monkeys are superior. Beatles. Well, like uh, fucking even some of the Beatles thought that the monkeys were superior, but the monkeys were superior because the monkeys at the time that the Beatles liked them weren't an actual fucking band. It was just 
mostly session musicians and all the songs were written by like fucking Tommy kids. Hart and so yeah like like Slipknot yeah. wasn't hard shit <laughs> <laughs> you know I can totally appreciate people not liking Beatles songs but I think that the Beatles overall did make a massive impact on music just I'm telling my guitar gently weeps, fucking happiness is a warm gun, fucking so many good tunes. I, I think one of the things that benefited the Beatles is the fact that uh, they, see when they see when they split as a live band, essentially like after uh, fucking Shea Stadium, because it was so loud that they couldn't even hear their own instruments. So as far as they were concerned, they just stood and played a shit gig to people that screamed and seemingly loved it. When they went, oh well, we don't need to worry about what we can play live. No other band had really done that before. I'd still rather listen to Paul McCartney and Wings. Well, don't you know Kanye West in- introduced the entire world to Paul McCartney? Oh, oh Jesus! Don't fucking <laughs> good grief. The Beatles got that. much better after Paul McCartney died and they replaced him. Yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Even when you look at every <laughs> single thing, like all the all the fucking Twitter accounts and shit like that that they they put up going like people are saying that Kanye is introducing the world to Paul McCartney. They'd all they'd so, all clearly posted the same joke, like just within the same day. It wasn't that people were mistaking were thinking that Paul McCartney was a nobody that his career was going to blow up. They were, they were all. Every single one of them was clearly sarcastic. Look at these stupid kids. Well, they got it. Sarcasm is alive and well. This goes to the dark rising. See, if these kids get this plane going, I may believe that Bruce Lane brain can go from Siberia to take Gotham City in about two seconds. Yes, sir. No, see, that would that would be where the entire Mad Max series would die, is if this plane ever actually had to take off. <laughs> <laughs> if somehow the wind blew so strong that fucking plane took off. You know, I mean, the fact is, I do have hope. Though. <laughs> I love Max's reaction. Can you imagine like Bruce Spence finding this plane and just dying, just like? All the kids just think this is something that can just like fucking lift up out of the sand and shit like that. And Max is like, "This is the one thing that could take me anywhere off this fucking island, <laughs> and it's in the middle of a desert, <laughs> buried with a bunch of cunts standing on it." <laughs> <laughs> See, there's my theory. Max gets the plane going. He flies to the United States, and he sees the Statue of Liberty on the fucking beach. <laughs> he goes, "You bastards!" You're blowing all the hell! And the thing is, he'd probably be correct. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if somebody's going to cause an apocalypse, it's probably not going to be Scotland. I can't see Australia being that bothered about doing it. It's not going to be fucking Australia. (laughs) They're not going to get... All right, we're pissed now. (laughs) (laughs) They'd throw our boomerangs at you. Yeah, they they would fire the rockets off. The rockets would then come back just to... (laughs) <laughs> that's why i love australia so much like what, do, do you ever hear about australia like doing anything bad they're too busy like fucking yeah, being cool and surfing <laughs> kangaroos and shit it's a big trying to stay away from jellyfish and spiders that like mm-hmm. live under your flesh but australia, australia does didgeridoo. tons of things that are bad 
that's one of the problems with the Australian government is that it seems really laid back just because of everything that you see, but that's because the government are fucking mental anyway. That's true. Really, Australia's I mean, actually, I'm not going to like generalise here, but Australia's somewhere that one of my relatives jumped ship. He was in the Merchant Navy. And that meant that he would like travel around the world, but you know he's always meant to come home. <laughs> he he jumped off the boat when it was in Australia, and he he got put in prison for like three months, and then he was let out. Really, I didn't think Australia like like that was a prison. I didn't think they threw people in jail. No, he, he wanted to go, but they they put him in prison for like three months. But then they're like, just stay here. But, yeah. But then, yeah, it's fine that you can stay here. But see now that he has lived in Australia for like fucking forty five years now, he's really fucking racist, and he compl- he complains about immigrants all the time. Man, man, question: Is there a Scottish cunt living in Australia? Dude, he spends every day fighting off giant fucking mice that box. <laughs> I just have a fucking weird picture of Australia in my head. You fight for gasoline all day. Mick from Wolf Creek walking around, and everything's just fucking awesome. I could quote in my head. It's like it's like I was paying attention to Australian politics for a while, and they had this whole fucking debacle about house insulation. Like, not enough houses were insulated, and the ones that were insulated were, like, catching on fire because of weird electrical shit. And one of the and one of the guys who was in the Australian Parliament was fucking Peter Garrett from Midnight Oil. And I was like, <laughs> His I, was like I fucking love Peter Garrett. I love Midnight Oil. I'm going to pay attention to Australia from now on. And they, like, forced him out because of the whole insulation thing. Like How shitty burn. to be like one of the greatest bands of all time, and people are like not enough pink shit thrown into the attic. You gotta go. <laughs> it's like they, they heard they heard beds are burning one too many times. Yep. So like you don't be out. Yeah, it was like villages are burning. <laughs> <laughs> they did do quite a smart thing with guns, though. I have to say, Australia were really sensible with guns, and and it turned out that none of them were really all that fussed afterwards. Because they had like a fucking school massacre, and then they went, that's it, we're banning guns. So they did like the whole amnesty thing. Yeah, because they've got fucking, you saw Road Warrior, they got fucking sharpened boomerangs, what the yeah. fuck do you need guns for? They had one gun, and Lord Humongous had it in a case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also the banning of the guns with support was, like, done by the conserv, like, basically their conservatives. Oh my god. I right, quick question. This, this, this island person in Australia? I think it means. <laughs> Is there a mind bridge on this prison island of Australia? What? <laughs> Where he punches her in the fucking face. <laughs> and, after- and that's how every date with Mel Gibson ends. <laughs> <laughs> this Eat was the genesis of his hate for women. Like- He's taking her to the jacuzzi right now. <laughs> oh. What the fuck happened to Mel Gibson? Oh, he got a lot of money, man. Of the Christ and it fucked his head up. See, from what I heard, this is what I heard. I don't even know if any of this is true, but I My heard. My friend's got a, he's got a theory that he's just got onset adult That he up. was born kind of deformed in the face. Okay, and then the cat, the Catholic fucking church in his area completely paid for reconstructive surgery for him. So 
he believes everything they fucking tell him and everything he reads in the Bible because they fixed his face. And then, what, 20 years later, he was voted sexiest man on Time magazine and shit or People magazine. Yeah. Wow. So, of course, so of course he went Jesus crazy. No, but he was he was more <laughs> kind of crazy too. before he went like proper like fucking ape shit and everything. Like, cause when my mum was young, she went to a Catholic school and she was taught by nuns and all this sort of stuff. And they they still did mass in Latin and shit like that. And Mel Gibson had said like in some interviews ago that. He was kind of raised like that, and he he still thinks that the math should be in Latin. So like this little thing between him and my mum, like just triggered in her head, where she's like, "He's such a nice guy. I wonder what he's actually like." And it turns out that he was like married, and they've got like seven kids, and he was he was always like, "Oh, it should be Latin math. It should all, we should all be like proper Christians." And then he, Fucked off and left his wife and all that. My mom went. That's not very Catholic, is it? Well, it's actually like, very but, much like. But a what I don't, yeah. But what I don't get is like, okay, <laughs> Mel Gibson went racist, crazy, right? It, it, no more. Like he's dead. He gets to do a machete movie, and that's it. And Tom Cruise. Everybody's yay. Tom and Tom Cruise is a fucking lunatic. It was Scientology versus. I didn't Scientology. Know it was possible for a cruise, the cruiser to be any fucking crazier than he already was, and that movie completely proved me wrong. <laughs> Which movie? Going Clear. Mm. I haven't watched that yet. No. Oh, I love God. that movie. Mel was like born an original sinner, and he was born an original sin. And if he had a dollar bill for everything he's done, he'd have a mountain of money. <laughs> money, 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 money. Sorry, That's okay. Uh, your rhythmic break. <laughs> Those have to happen, especially with me yes, around. Ah, oh, the hunter. <laughs> Got a fat kid's head on a skinny kid's body. We <laughs> 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 have always thought that, man. He's got like a fat, chubby kid's head, but then he's ripped. <laughs> you remember when, when uh, after Michael Hutchins died, and they had that fucking rock star show to find a new lead singer for the band? Yeah, what's up with that? All these kids are like. The ghetto should have been All these kids are like, we're going to be the replacement for the lead singer of Man of War. <laughs> oh, oh, I saw Man of War play for 12 people once. The fuck? Oh, what? Oh, dude, get this. Man of War with opening band six feet under for like literally two dozen people. <laughs> wow. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Shit. And Man did of War. Asked, did they actually play? Oh no, they they fucking rocked it. And then afterwards, they went to the bar across the street and judged a wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> it sounds like a good fucking night to me. It was a yeah. fucking badass night. It's like Tuesday night in Fort Wayne. Man of War judging a wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> I'm there. So I hope the sand eats this little weirdo. That's what I'm saying. I'd let him go down. <laughs> That's oh, great. Here comes the fucking C-3PO. I don't understand how it's post-apocalyptic and there's still no fucking sandworms. I was about to say that, I was like, there's only one thing missing from the scene. Space. Sandworms. Yeah. A fucking trimmer. Because <laughs> this little fucking feral kid wannabe. Or at least that fucking giant worm and fucking Beetlejuice. 
Oh, he's got his own blaster now. Isn't that cute? <laughs> Even the blaster has a blaster. <laughs> Isn't that an Ewok on the cross above his head? <laughs> I hope so. Holy oh, Ewok. No, it's not wrong, but you know, I got a no, soft yeah. spot for an Ewok. Jedi is my favorite <laughs> Star Wars. Me too, my belly. But at least they're not Jar Jar Binks. Misa say I'm Jar Jar Binks. Holy shit, you sound just like him. Hey, Jar Jar is not awful on that Clone Wars show, and I'll tell you all day long. It's it's very true, though. The evil because the Clone Wars knew what the hell to do with all the characters from. Misa ruined your franchise. No, they gave a they gave a personality on Clone Wars. Actually, made it turn them into something. Well, let's all forget that the worst character in the Star Wars universe is George Lucas, and he's gone now. Yes, so. yes. Yeah. And he's a bitchy old man. See when he said that he hadn't watched the new Star Wars teaser like a week later. He just bullshit. Fuck off, George. Dude, yeah. he watched it the first day it was released. He watched it and he masturbated. He watched it, he cried inside. But he told himself he would have done something different and then he cried some more. Yeah. But then went on Twitter and said nope. Yeah. He wiped his wiped his fucking tears with the four point five billion dollars he got from selling Lucasfilm. Right. See by the time that fucking that lightsaber the, that made red had, like, tails. the fucking rough edges and everything got shown, George Lucas had extra white beard. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanna know what that thing under his chin's gonna turn into in twenty years. That's becoming a quado. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking more and more like Jabba every time he's, well, he's yeah. going to end up with like keep it in the basket and start checking into fucking New York shitty flophouse hotels. <laughs> <laughs> in Australia, the nighttime is blue. <laughs> Mostly. That's why we like it, right? The nighttime is I'm just not even doing it. I can't even do a fucking Australian accent. I sound like goddamn Keith Moon. It's like cinematography. <laughs> 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 He's just going to end up like totally Nigel Tufnell. So I'm just not going to bother. You know? I just <laughs> don't. I'm sorry. Jesus. That's it. That's it. This still The second they get back to Barter Town, this fucking movie comes back to life. Yep. Yeah, because. <sighs> That little short kid who looks like the fucking walking cabbage patch doll freaks me the fuck out. I'm waiting for somebody to say they come out at night mostly. Mostly. <laughs> mostly. <laughs> Worst line reading in history. Besides that girl I saw an interview with her lately. They were talking to her and she said she still gets that from friends of hers. Like they'll invite her out and they'll be like, we mostly go out at night. Mostly. <laughs> Busting her balls to this day. Jesus. I was eight. I was at a convention that she was at and she was set right next to uh, the kid that played Danny from The Shining. And it was just like... <laughs> Wow, we were awesome. One time. <laughs> at one point, we were significant. Yes. Now we shop at all goods. Imagine if they became a couple. They could birth a child that people would give even less of a fuck about. God. 
Mostly red rum. <laughs> that child will be up there on Saturday with first Jason. I can't diss Arlene, but he's kind of a cool guy. Where are the others? Yeah, but dude, come on. You know, I figured that my that band's right up there with Fozzie. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, Ari Lehman, he rocks the keytar, and I have to Ari's respect that. Ari's a cool that. dude. I have no problem I, I, with Ari. I have to I have respect that he rocks the first Jason. I have to respect that he rocks the keytar and has a machete in the dude, end of it. Dude, this guy has such a molested face. How, how fucking <laughs> is this? That, uh, like, fucking a little kid stands there and smells at him, and he gets all excited. What the fuck is... Oh, right, that's, that's exactly. I think that pig killer. That's weird. Is, I watched that. pig killer, Gil. What do you expect? Yeah, but I think, <laughs> that's so weird. I think, pig I think killer, child fucker. Pig killer. Well, here's is, the like, backstory. The backstory. You know, right. The, back, the backstory is he ran up to a pig thinking it was a little girl, saw it was a pig, and killed it. Dude, as long as it squeals. <laughs> oh, it's pink. <laughs> That's weird. I watched that movie Bronson earlier with Tom Hardy, the new Mad Max, where he killed that child molester, and he was all like, "Me, you, and a nine-year-old girl," and he just strangles his ass. Yeah. Me, you, and a nine-year-old girl. Yeah, that is a fucking. It's a fucking cool film. Yeah, he's a fucking superb actor. That's what I like about the fact he's a new Mad Max. What did I watch with him the other day that was really good? Was uh, it Locke? Well, it was just him in a car. No, no, it was just, uh, it just came out. I think it's The Drop. Oh, yeah, I've not Something seen that like, yet. Uh, oh, it's good. Excuse me. He's a bartender that's just real quiet, but you don't fuck with him. It's great. Yeah, it's good. Now, check him out in Lock, where it's just him in a car. One of Gandolfini's last talking movies. Talking to oh, people I'm on the phone. I refuse to watch anything else he does until I see the new Mad Max. <laughs> oh, trust me, Bane is going to be like the only lowlight of his career if he plays it right. <laughs> right. I just found out the other day that the main bad guy in uh, the new Mad Max is Toe Cutter. Is yeah, Toe Cutter, Cutter. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's Cutter. rad. He's, he's all he's fat fine. and armored and shit. Looks great. Yep. There's a really good interview up online with a whole bunch of the the guys from the first film where they're doing a Q&A after a screening and... Buckaroo Bonsai! <laughs> right away. There you are! <laughs> there you are! No matter where you are, <laughs> there you are! You know where they get that from, Buckaroo Bonsai! Wham! <laughs> Thanks, Willis! Shit, so fucking bad! <laughs> and now we know Annoying is now we the do. battle. <laughs> I have G.I. Joe on my YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> I review Buckaroo Bonsai. Does it count as a call forward, the fact that this will probably be released well before that episode of NFW, where we coined that whole thing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, at, at the pace that YouTube releases things, it will probably be available in early 2016. Right. Just Sky after the, the fucking Alien 3 musical. Boy! <laughs> <laughs> in Resurrection. Oh, yeah, sorry, Resurrection. Oh, we should have made this a musical. Next week. <laughs> Fuck Resurrection. We'll do a musical version of The Fly 2. 
<laughs> yeah, that'll work. Bring your singing voice, Kyle. Yep. I'm just a pig killer, nobody loves He's me. He's just a pig killer from a poor family. Anybody heard the Muppets version of Bohemian Rhapsody? Mama. Me, 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 me. Mama. <laughs> 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 Mama! 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 Man, this guy, that fucking dude, he's a hell of a stunt man. He's taking some shots. <laughs> That's why I love Australian movies so much, man. It's like, America. They don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm like, you watch The Road Warrior, they're really doing that. No Those safety. Those motherfuckers are like, oh, I might die. All right. <laughs> Do it. The Road Warrior has got, like, one of its most fucking famous stunts is where the guy gets, like, somersaulted off Lip. the bike. Yeah. End over end! Yeah, and he, like, fucking, he broke half the bones in his body, and he was like, keep it in. And he probably went to the pub that night. Oh, yeah. He did it for yeah. a can of Foster's. Spotlighting kangaroos with Donald Cousins. <laughs> oh, shit, somebody's been waking fright. fright. <laughs> <laughs> oh, waking fright is a fucking... Right. Donald Pleasant just drunk in the outback. That movie is. I love it and hate it at the same time because that just kangaroo hunt is just fucking brutal. I'll tell you guys the truth, and I probably shouldn't, because uh, you know that's a good idea. But I watched Road Warrior last night because I missed the commentary last time, and I watched it with my wife, who had never seen it. She'd never seen the Road Warrior. I wouldn't force her. No, no. Dude, <laughs> I went through the same shit with my wife last weekend. She'd never seen any of the fucking Mad Max movies. Well, my no, wife, question my is, wife did she like it? A very, huh? Did she like what? it? She thought yeah, the... Kid. My, my wife thought that's, the first one was dumb. My wife there. thought the first one was dumb, the second one she thought was kind of slow, and the third one she said she loved it. Awesome. Well, here's how it went here, because she's... She grew up in kind of a repressive household. She hasn't seen a lot of shit that, you know, the rest of us have. So I'm slowly trying to catch her up with this shit. But when we got to the end of the Road Warrior and she looked at me and I was literally just crying like a bitch. She was like, yeah, I get that. This movie's great. So hooray. Awesome. For awesome Yay. women. My wife, on the other hand... As I'm trying to get her to watch these movies, she literally says, I've never once heard you talk about Mad Max movies. <laughs> and I said, Where the a fucking Who Run Barter Town? And I started naming all this shit that I say all the time. And she's like, I thought you came up with that. Oh, man. Imagine if you started showing her all the films that you've referenced in conversations that she's enjoyed. And then she starts going, Everything that made me fall for you. Has been stolen from somebody else. The <laughs> <laughs> thing that yeah. made me love you was written by George Lucas. 
<laughs> Dude, even worse. I'm going, I'm going through the same thing with my girlfriend. Like, like she just never watched any of these, and I finally showed her Evil Dead 2, like, maybe three weeks ago, and she looked at me, she's like, I understand you a little bit more now. And I'm like, yeah. Now I can I talk watching, to you. I was watching Stripes the other night, and the part where Psycho, I mean, the part where Sergeant Hulk says, lighten up, Francis. She just looks me dead in the eye, and she goes, so that's where you got that. <laughs> and it was like, oh, fuck, you found me out. Shit. Oh, I mean, you didn't come, come up with, you're going to need a bigger boat. Well, she's already, she's already, already seen, we I got her jaws for her birthday. <laughs> I love the fact that that was the, the correct boat, though. Not we're going to need a bigger boat, it's you're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah. Right. And that's not even the best line in that movie. The best line in that movie is, that's some bad hat, Harry. I think it's a bit of a shame that that commentary is not available online anymore. <laughs> I don't think it is. Oh, you guys, you guys, it's available to you guys if you guys really want is it. it. Did we I get do. a copyright claim? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> no. Just send me. Here's my fucking email address. Just send that shit right to me. Just Google Drive that shit to me. Yep. I don't know why I just got reminded of this, but have any of you guys seen that movie Fortress, the Australian one? Oh, with Christopher Lambert? No, 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 no. no. It's a different movie. The made-for-HBO movie. Yeah, yeah. Where the kids get kidnapped? Yeah, and it's got Vernon oh. Wells. Where, oh, and it's... Duck mask, and it's just insane. Isn't Jenny Agutter in that one, too? I don't know. I don't oh, think so. Alyssa Milano. No, I'm thinking of something else. Okay. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. I'm sorry. I was going to watch... You know, when this is over, I'm just going to watch Walk About and just jizz all over my TV. That's all there is to it. Well, Jeffrey, I don't care if she was 16. Gil wants that for his uh No, man, Fortress is badass. I have a show Walk About in school. <laughs> really? It was part of English because we were, we were to read the book. So we were also shown the film like after we'd read the book and everything. It, so... It wasn't, and it wasn't cut or anything like the whole like swimming, like skinny dipping at the the oasis right. and everything was still yeah. in there. And then uh, there's this musician called Aidan Moffat. He used to be in a band called Arab Strap, who some people might know, some people probably, most people probably don't. Sadly, but uh, Arab Strap has a song called the Shy Retirer. Oh that's a really fucking awesome <laughs> song and it, it features the line I'll be your teenage Jenny Agator swimming naked in a pond oh, and that is just like, that's that's a reference only for people that have seen Walkabout thank and god that, for people who understand me out yeah. there wow. check it check and that ladies and gentlemen is the long heard. way to get to the punchline no it was a fucking fight, and I know that you don't... It was an Australian soap opera! <laughs> <laughs> we got into this on the last kiss, the guy was talking about the devil. I'm not going to start singing theme tunes from fucking Australian soap operas. <laughs> is that a cow car? It is a cow, that is a cow car, yes. Nice. You know... Eat more chicken! Yeah. <laughs> better car... Road Warrior had better cars. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but this has better hats. I'm wondering where they got that the hat out to skin to put on that one. He got it from Dr. Dealgood, man. He made him a deal. Yeah. Monty Hall of the Australian Outback. Two cow enter, one cow leave. They fought. Well, you guys are talking about you're showing stuff to your wives and your girlfriend that 
you know, they really hadn't had much experience with. Oh, God, it was maybe a year ago. My husband and I were sitting out having a couple of drinks. And he actually tells me he's got serious face on. So I'm thinking, oh, shit, what did I do? He's like, I've got to tell you this. I didn't understand Suspiria the first time I saw it, and I never wanted to tell you. <laughs> We're scared to understand the movie sucks. It's no Inferno, but it does not suck. That fucking fight. Oh, come on, it's seriously my favorite movie. Enemies for life. Good goddamn. Suspiria is my all-time favorite movie. It is. It's my all-time favorite. It's fucking tattooed on my arm. <laughs> but he told me in a public place after I'd had several drinks. Right. You know, you think you after we're watching this a road battle. You guys are talking fucking Suspiria. Fuck so you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Take control, Gary. I, I, I think that if I knew a girl who was so in love with Suspiria that she had it tattooed on her, and that I didn't think it was the most amazing film ever. I'd probably want to tell her that in a public place as well, because it sounds like it could be could be dangerous to tell her in private. <laughs> yeah. I felt weird. Tattooed on you, by the way. Don't particularly care for it. Told me this because for my for my fortieth birthday we went out and got tattoos together. When I got this, you know, the bloody ballerina tattooed on my arm, and guess who else got the bloody ballerina tattooed on their arm? My husband. Uh, he didn't let me choose. I was going for Miley Cyrus. And now you've, now you you've ruined the quiz. On the wrecking ball? <laughs> you know Tina Turner did all her own stunts, right? Because she's oh, awesome. Yes. Yep. Oh, yes. Tina Turner and... What stunt? She leaned no, back. Yeah. She I, jumped out of Thunderdome? Went, After living with Ike, she could do anything. You know... <laughs> Tina Turner did her own stunts. Because... Was her legs even, even she's driving, she's actually driving. They had to make one of the vehicles uh, like fucking automatic for her because, well, she's American, so she can't understand. If you want to change gear, then you should. Hey, I'm an American and I can't drive a stick. Yeah, yeah me and, oh, it's so, it's so difficult. I mean, do you know that like the ninety percent of the fucking test over here is can you use the pedals properly? Yeah, whereas I think in America, like 90% of the test would be they weren't using any pedals. You know, they just they hit the on pedal and just kept going. 90% of the test over here is can you parallel park? Yeah. That's easy. You know how many times I've parallel parked in my life? None. Never. I don't live in a big city. I never have to parallel park. But when you see uh, Tina Turner driving, it is actually Tina Turner driving. And it's the only vehicle on the, the entire set that was automatic. Is the... This guy makes the greatest faces. <laughs> yeah, that's, he yeah, does. That's slightly, slightly, Angry slightly miffed Anderson. I'm trying to figure out how um, Master got there. Now, see, this is a fucking... I, I mean, it's a bit of a cheat that they've given him that so that then they can get away with having that easily attached for the next Yeah, bit. but... Because you can see it there, where it's like, oh, there's your harness. It's the thing that looks like a harness. Yeah. He fucked himself up a little bit, the guy that came off the bike. But, you know... That's a lot like how... And the Road Warrior, if you're paying attention, you can see the sand leaking from the tanker. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's 
continuity is not really a great concern in these. Well, movies. I just, I just always figure if it's an Australian movie, nine stuntmen died making it. So. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's like stuntman graveyard somewhere in the outback. Nobody knows how to find There's it. There's an old Australian stockman. <laughs> right, and when somebody does find it, fuck. Things will <laughs> and there's that trained dog. Oh, what? Is that there's timey birds, kangaroo so down? My favorite part! My favorite part! I'm gonna count to three. One, two. One. That was Son right. of a bitch. That's just like Gilly can't count to three either. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see yeah. this? You know? How many people on this podcast do I like? Let me count the ways. One. <laughs> <laughs> This is fucking good, man. <laughs> Love him. He it. Got him guns bigger than he is. I want a kid like this just to patrol my house. You just want to name him Breaker Morant. Yeah, that that what? child was actually cloned from Angus Young from ACDC. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it sounds like Suzanne's getting ready to actually party. <laughs> yeah, she said, I'll be here for an hour after it's two hours in. Suzanne's finally leaving. <laughs> Ten uh, more yeah. minutes, Suzanne. Really? Yeah, yeah. that's it. It's pretty much yeah. over. That's over. Yeah. Two, two, we don't even yeah. know you're over for sure, yeah. you know. You may as well just... Which I, I mean... Not literally. Look at it, man. Gyro Captain has the pad. It's not Gyro Captain, it's Jebediah, the pilot. Oh. It's, it is not Gyro Captain, because Gyro Captain would have fucking. Gyro Captain would have recognized Max and would have realized that Max had saved his life so many fucking times, so he would not have. But there's he, no he wouldn't have hidden behind the fucking. See? Spot. You recognize him. No, he doesn't. He's like, there's people in the house. <laughs> the kid looks no, like Pixie's fucking side ponytail yeah. girl. For yeah. <laughs> it is. There's a picture of her here on his yeah. on, yeah. on his stand. Look, he does that. not know Max. He does not know. He has some fucking brain damage when they fit teeth. Jebediah doesn't fucking recognize Max, and Max doesn't recognize Gyro Cap. I don't understand that. That's one of the things I do not like about this film because it's obviously the same character. Yeah, I know. He's a very <laughs> distinctive <laughs> looking motherfucker. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. look at Bruce but, Spence and not go, oh, Chiro yeah. Cat. Well, yeah, him, him and Baby Spice Spons 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 made a little boy, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, but, but one's a helicopter, one's a plane. That's not the same. Don't, don't argue. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's a helicopter you're not and there's a plane there. If you're stuck on a plane, stuck on an island with a fucking pilot, and there's a helicopter there, they might not be able to get you off the ground either. Yo, listen, 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 listen. My wife just brought me a beat. Awesome. Yeah. That's a good woman, man. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Fucking angry. That was angry. Anderson's just like staring there at anyone. My wife left. So. Hey, Gil, by the way, <laughs> you, 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 your, your argument's invalid. That's all I'm My saying. My argument okay? is not invalid. There's absolutely no fucking way that the two people 
No. It's not the same they character. Would... I, I think it is. They have to totally were named differently. The General Captain and Baby Spice bumped uglies and made them. Well, the fucking Gyro Captain's just like a nickname anyway, I think. And he had ugly teeth. This guy has nice, clean teeth. He went to Bartertown Dentist. That's not yeah, right. Yeah, man. I don't so believe it. I'll see the fucking tattoo people in goddamn Bartertown, yeah. I, I would hate to see the dentist. Let's take a vote. Yeah, and the thing is, like, the, the end of fucking Road Warrior shows you exactly where Gyro Captain went to. What are you waiting for? Yeah, now, Gil, like you care so little about the end yeah, of Yeah, he bumped uglies with Baby Spice, just like Gary said, and then they were like, oh, Jesus, get the fuck out of our camp. No. You don't get to go north because of your Gyro fucking... Gyro Captain, he became our leader. Yeah. The man who came from the sky. He and became our leader. And it... But and then time, I saw surrounding catacombs under the desert, and I yeah. fucking... Chopped his dick off with a boomerang. Now I'm the leader. <laughs> he said he was the leader until he died, and then, and then the, the young kid with the fucking boomerang became the, became the leader. leader. Right. Fucking describes at the end of the second film is that the gyro captain led them all to fucking safety. But that guy was a goof. He couldn't lead a troop of Boy Scouts to a bonfire, man. He's dropping snakes on people somewhere, and then he became this dude. <laughs> Molotov cocktails, dude. Anyone that thinks the Gyro Captain and Jebediah are the same character is not a true Mad Max fan, according to George Miller. I the gauntlet has been laid. Yeah. Uh -oh. <laughs> That'll do, pig. And that is mastermind, George Miller. Yeah. Yes. According to Gil's logic, though, if you can't, you can fly, you can fly a helicopter. You can't fly a plane. So. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying is that just because you can fly a fucking helicopter doesn't mean you can fly a plane. <laughs> hey man, yeah. that's, that's that's the mic drop. That's all that I'm saying. Plane? Let's look at this plane real quick because it looks to me like it's just a skin over a gyrocopter. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Well, apart from the it's one of those mask vehicles. There you go. It is a light with a goddamn skin on it. And it has no propeller. Yeah, it has. A, it doesn't have a fucking rotor. It doesn't have a rotor blade. It has a propeller. As in, rotor, it's at rotor. the front. So that oh, dress midget in it, and that's all you yeah, need. Well, honestly, if you can't identify the difference between a helicopter and a plane, and this dude's last moment here. Bruce Spence doesn't want to know. <laughs> Fuck you. He says it's not the gyro captain. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Angry right till the end. <laughs> he should now be claimed as the angriest Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Angry Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Ole Anderson. Yeah. Yes. Ole Anderson. Anderson. And there's Arn Ole and Ole. The angriest Anderson of them all. Ole. <laughs> he was the fifth horseman. Hello, puppet. You'll probably find that that is actually a New Zealand wow. TV series being developed at the moment. Okay. Angriest oh. Anderson. Raggedy man. <laughs> we will start Ole Anderson and Arn Anderson. <laughs> I love the fact that Max is antagonistic enough that people want to chase him, but he's sarcastic enough in his eventual downfalls that people go, ah, fuck, I'll just let you live. This week on the angriest, save him or kill him. <laughs> two films in a row, 
Max leads people to where, like, tons of their minions have been destroyed and murdered and everything, and look at him and go, ha, <laughs> you would have Look, he flew into the Mad Max Fury Road Trail. Bit of a jolly. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he flew into Damnation Alley. <laughs> Jack Riley down there, giant scorpion. No, he's fine about Anarchy Road. Spelldrop. By the police. <laughs> but also, doesn't uh, Bruce Spence remind anyone else of Stuart Copeland from the police? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> Bruce Spence reminds me no one. Don't of box no him one. in. No, he's like a big. Except maybe like a scarecrow. Oh no, they're, they're both like big, tall, lanky, toothy cunts. <laughs> maybe Iggy Pop. I, I think. Oh, that's another thing. That sounds like the perfect title for a really bad porn film. Say it again, Gil. I forgot what he said. About the toothy cunts, yes, indeed. Tall, lanky, toothy cunts. Yeah, real bad porno yeah, right that there. Sounds like a horrible porno. What like fucking Greg Ham from Men at Work? Look, they even put these big, thick, fake ass eyebrows on them. <laughs> Kataski at xhamster.com. <laughs> you'll find this xhamster.com forward slash Gil Rokotansky is I'm now. Slash big toothies. Gil and Roscoe's Bordacious Porno Podcast. <laughs> we have coffee dildos. <laughs> if you, That's what's going to happen can. after the ratings go down. Yeah, that no, no, the ratings go down. We actually make the the angriest Anderson show. Special guest star, Telly Blanchard. <laughs> I think we can JJ subtitle. We should have a subtitle for every show that is just if you're not hard, you're not trying. <laughs> and then Larry Zabisco can literally be Cousin Larry on that show. Hey, 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 hey. We'll address him as the captain. It all goes back to wrestling. I love it. Oh, God. I, I, got, I, got, I got him mixed up with the Captain Microtunda. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, he's the legend. The legend, yes. Not the the living legend. You tax cheaters aren't there. I'm paying your fair share. <laughs> we actually went to wrestling and it wasn't Willis who started it. <laughs> it's the baby. The dingo ate the baby. The dingo ate the baby. The rest of the movie. Jebediah has been fucking every female in the entire troop here. Now I've got a baby. Because <laughs> he already had sex with Baby Spice and they made that little, uh, oh, stop it. Off and then, you know, stop it. Repopulate Galana Springs or the Christ figure is off into the desert. I don't give a fuck how hot the chick is that he fucks. They will all come out. Keep it go. It's over, Suzanne. You can give your rating. It is dedicated to Lord Byron. And Byron. Moses just walked up. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it was fun talking about 10 minutes of this movie with you. Mostly. <laughs> we mostly talked about this film tonight. Oh. Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> Here's your 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 uh, second Tina Turner song, and you know... Oh, that's saxophone. Oh, sex it, man. That I'm telling you. Look, I'll give, it to, I'll give it to fucking George Miller, man. He can name characters. Blake, <laughs> Mr. Scratch... Dr. Dealgood, there's a guy in the new one called Rictus Erectus. 
If you follow me on Facebook, Ransom nearly killed him. If you follow me on Facebook earlier, I mentioned that I was watching Knight Rider for no good reason to amp up for this commentary. I love the fact that you're well, the the... telling people they can follow you on Facebook yeah. about how well, you're watching Knight that, that's, yes, that's you follow me on sale. Facebook. Because of the episode of the Kyth Returns, Kit gets destroyed by, you know, evil Garth Knight with his massive semi-truck. Oh. And he gets put back together again by his... Let me finish my story, Aston, okay? Uh, speaking of, did you see... Did you guys see that new fucking uh, Hasselhoff song? Oh, I got wood. Uh oh, fucking Fury, whatever that is. Oh my god. So great. I have Ready? flipped a police car One, with a two. fucking We skateboard. don't need another hero. We don't oh, need another like hero. This is like the Midnight Horror Show. Another way home. Why would you need a hero for a way home? Thunderdome. Why would a hero provide you with a way home? That's taxi driver. A taxi driver provides you with a way home. We don't need another taxi driver. That is, that's a less exciting <laughs> right, song. Well, I'll start with Willis. Willis, what are your thoughts and ratings on this film? This movie is just batshit crazy because it's batshit crazy. And Mad Max always gets <laughs> fucked at the end of the movie no matter what he does. Which is messed up for him to be the hero of the movie. But I give it an 8. Beautiful. Gil. Uh... Uh, one, two, ten. <laughs> it has to be a ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a ten. I mean, seriously, uh, this this will maybe piss off some hardcore Mad Max fans, but when it comes to watching the trilogy, then I will go like two, three, one. One no. is a fucking classic film. And it's got some incredible bits in it, but it's a bit too slow. Two, just has shitloads of awesome fucking car chases, and well, it's got a dog that, you know, didn't say it's no good it was high training, just because it was not a car. Seriously, it wasn't even that well trained, you know, it was going to be killed the next day. But, yeah. It outside, it yeah. was well trained. You, you, you book somebody from the same place the film's made and they don't know shit. What's going on in this world, Gary? <laughs> I don't know. I, but uh, then three, it's got that bit where it kind of dips in the middle with the kids. But it totally redeems itself with, like, it's a train chase. It's a chase that we haven't seen before. If it was just another car chase, then people would be saying, it's another Mad Max film with just another fucking shitty car chase. But it's a train. <laughs> so it's, so it's <laughs> different. So it's fucking awesome. So, I mean, like, you watch The Road Warrior. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> You're suddenly in a laundromat. Oh, yeah, am I in? Kyle, what's your thoughts and ratings on Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? Oh, you know me. This is one of my favorite fucking movies. I watch this like twice a year. It's, I love it. I love it so much. I, I unabashedly defend this movie from insane vacuum cleaners everywhere. 
What the fuck's going on? What's happening? What's going on? People try to get a raise and. X Did Gil even finish his rant? X, X, I didn't even get to finish my rant because X is hoovering. <laughs> <laughs> it's been two people for the whole fucking credit sequence. Well, the thing is, well, we can just, we can just, it doesn't matter where the credits end. We can just cut the bit where there was the insane hoover. <laughs> yeah, that bit can be cut out if that's easier. So, Gil, what's your rating? He did ABC kind of grade. A fucking Willis did an A, and then you're doing a 10. Do you know what, <laughs> well, you know what I would give this film? Oh, eight? I thought he said A. No, <laughs> no that's just his abonics. <laughs> Do you know what I would give this film out of 10 if I was using the Sesame Street scale? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Ten cookies. Ah, 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 Beautiful. Also, Jebediah is not the fucking gyro captain. Get it through your heads. Yes. He's not. Yes, he's he is. fucking. He's he's clearly not. Yeah. If if he is I'm gyro captain, one, then fucking then both gyro captain and Max have had a severe fucking smack to the front of the skull. Because yeah, they would at least hug each yeah, other or something. I mean, they, they would have been like, oh, hey, man, it's you. Oh, sorry, I was a dick yeah. to you. Right. Did, hey, when did you get your teeth fixed? Yeah. Right, you saw the gyro <laughs> captain, how he was. Boy? Nice. How the gyro captain was in the last movie. Whenever he saw Max, he was like, we're partners! <laughs> and screaming at him and shit. And in this one, he's like, huh? And going, who's that guy? I hope he doesn't catch me for stealing this shit. Despite the fact uh, that I hope he doesn't try to ass fuck my son or anything. And then, I mean, then he's trying to run him over with the plane at the beginning of the movie. But then there's a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a ten. Beautiful. <laughs> Greatest yeah, X. Movie of all time thirty. X. <laughs> yes. Um, I give it a seven. What? <laughs> I give it a seven. Fuck you. I give it a seven. <laughs> the no. last chase. The last chase is a train chase. Trains run out of track. I mean, really? Did we think this was going to go on forever? No. Run into rat ass. Track is part of the plot. They run into little baby Greg Ham from Men at Work. No. Um, <laughs> I give it a seven. I don't hate it, but it's not the Road Warrior. It's not even the first Mad Max. Well, I so it it's because I was not included in that discussion. <laughs> well, I wasn't either. But this this is my least favorite from the series, but I sure as hell don't hate it. So Mad Max to search for Vegemite. <laughs> <laughs> to search for shark <laughs> Oh man, I give this so much nostalgia in this fucking movie. I've watched this probably more than any of the rest. Road Warrior is the best, but shit, I give this a 10 as well. I, I, I'm smiling through this whole fucking movie. It's it's just a good time, and Max at one point drives a fucking cow car. You can't oh my god! See, this one goes to 11. Be <laughs> <laughs> uh, myself, I'm gonna give this two rings. You know, the film itself... I'm with X on the seven, but with a group of friends watching it like this, it's easily a nine and a half. You know, that's all I'm saying. I'm not giving it the full ten. I'll give it a nine and a half. 
so yeah, there you go. That's that's my uh my rating for that 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 film we just watched. You know, <laughs> next week we need uh, to pick a film dude. that nobody cares about so that we can all talk about Fury Roads over it. let's face it, how many of us will not have seen Fury Roads within twenty four hours of it being released? I've, Shit, I'm, I've, I've already got my vacation day taken off work. Yeah, fucking hell. So we need to watch. We need to watch Cannonball Run and pretend. Let's, let's let's fucking let's do Cannonball Run, but just talk about Fury Road. <laughs> Everybody cool. With that? Uh, <laughs> Wild man, tell the folks where they can find you. Uh, tell troops. Um, <laughs> no fucking way commentary. You what he shows on <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> My YouTube page, of course, which everybody makes fun of me every time I'm on somebody's show. Now, thank you, Nudie. You are welcome, sir. And <laughs> yeah. don't forget to sign up because he's giving away an Atari 2600 game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All you need to do is find the place in the desert where I bird the game. Uh, Mr. Rockatansky, where can they find you, sir? Uh, Mostly on the internet. Mostly. Mostly. Mostly (laughs) mostly on the internet. Mostly. They can try gilrockatansky.co.uk. I don't know if that's a real website, but if it is, that could be good. Yeah. Oh, shit, it's back. Who's hoovering? <laughs> yeah, gilrockatansky.co.uk and bodiciouslhorror.co.uk and xvideos.com forward slash gills hamster porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Kyle, tell the folks they can find you, sir. Uh, you can find me and my Thunderdome hating co-host at bloodbasspodcast.blogspot.com and you can search Bloodbass and Boomsticks on the interwebs for, I don't know, if you want to listen to us gamer on about fucking how awesome Spookies is. Sounds good. (laughs) Nudie. (laughs) Nudie, nudie. Where can you find you, sir? NFW Podcast (laughs) on Hotophilia. And uh, don't forget to watch Off in Black. It starts tonight, season three. Great show. Great. Uh, X. Okay. <clears throat> the Kiss the Goat podcast. The Six and a Half Feet Under podcast. The Cinema Beef podcast that I co-host with our friend Gary Hill. And the Not-So-Evil episode sidekick. <laughs> and he just, he, he just did his Gary impersonation. Rubel <laughs> X. Um, you guys, I totally just Googled Mad Max porn. It exists. Oh, shit. Oh, There's no, a lot of it, actually. Kill will never be around for the fly, too. <laughs> I am uh, the humongous, the Ayatollah of rock and roller, the warrior of the wasteland. Walk away. So glad to share your lives. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> That's that tank of gas. That's what the people were <laughs> expecting last week. <laughs> uh, Ryan, glad to have you back, sir. Where can they find you? Uh, Graveship Radio. It's on legionpodcast.com. You can also find Graveship Radio on the Twitter and the Facebook. Look for the Graveship Radio group. That's where all the fun's happening. And also, 
uh, 12 Ounces of Terror, where we do a show every once a year, it seems. (laughs) (laughs) But there you go. It's on the great ship. Lollipop. <laughs> All of which can be found on legionpodcast.com. That's legionpodcast.com. Legion Podcast for all your podcasts about legions. <laughs> the American, the National Legion. Are you feeling <laughs> As in Legion, we are many. Are you a legionnaire or a legion beware? Do you have a legionnaire? Can or a Mexican? He's the royal order of the buffalo. <laughs> Well, yeah, you can find me on Simbi Podcast with X there, and uh, you can find me on Sloppy Seconds, the movie sequel podcast. That's on horrorphilia.com. You can check that out there. Twitter at GW, uh, usual bullshit. Give us some ratings on the iTunes and such, and I will send you some free stuff. I'll throw your name in a raffle. Still hanging around, guys. These autographs, these very cool ones, actually. So, you know, get in on that. And, uh, what ones? Oh. Uh, Danny well. Uh, it's not Vernon Wells, no, it's Danny Trejo, uh, Jeffrey Combs, Charles Band. Jeffrey Combs? Yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Combs. Combs. Yeah, that's hey, a, you some... can't get people to do shit nowadays. Can I, just, I, I can't give can it away, I, man. It's just bad. You send the Jeffrey Combs one to somebody. I know about that one all too well. Yeah, I know someone that is I've a, got him. I've got one. I, I know someone that is a massive fucking uh, fan of Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, his name's Ryan Lewis. <laughs> You'll get your turn. I mean, somebody that lives over yeah. here who, like... You're going to pay the shipping, yeah, Gil? I'd, I'd pay the shipping. <laughs> oh, I'd meet him. I'm going to meet him again this summer, so we'll, we'll work something out for sure. I mean, you know, oh, you're coming over this summer? No, no, I'm going to meet him again this summer, Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, uh, I'd be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> he, is a t- he is a tiny, tiny man. Yeah. I got a funny Jeffrey Combs story that I will not tell. Come on, <laughs> okay. tell it. Tell it off. Tell it off the air. Such tell a right tease. Now. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember where I was at. I don't remember where I was at. I was at some convention, and my buddy Josh was with me, and Josh is in a wheelchair, and conventions are gross and sweaty places, so I was gross and sweaty from pushing Josh around, and we met Jeffrey Combs, and Jeffrey Combs says, hey, I'm not going to charge your buddy 20 bucks. There's no need for that. And he walks three steps away, turns around, and he's like, I'm going to charge you, though. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck you, Jeffrey Combs. I'm doing all the goddamn work here. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> he is friend of the handicap. So yeah, fuck everybody else. And, uh, yeah, well, it, I'll, I'll, I'm just gonna leave that there because uh, yeah. I want to see that the next but con. The, I'm putting, I'm getting in a fucking wheelchair. The next yeah. con, dude, just just go get something signed and roll away. That's Josh's maneuver, and it works 100 percent of the time. But uh, yeah, this has been your two drink from commentaries. See you guys soon.